And we're back. I don't think I brought enough beer for this. <laughs> it's you know the Man. last episode uh, we were getting yeah, it took off. working the buds out yeah. and uh, we're not getting any better. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're you can just see how bad we are with our just second here. video. I had to start the fucking camera with a back scratcher. Yeah, so there's that. We're, uh, we're all teched out. Welcome to the average minute. Uh, we we're trying to squeeze in here so that we're all. This reminds me of like the early days of Wayne's World (laughs) in the basement. Uh, We're looking down on Wayne's basement, but Uh, that isn't Wayne's basement. Where's Rob Lowe? Right. Uh, Benjamin, if he was an ice cream flavor, he'd be pralines and dick. (laughs) I'll catch on in a minute. (laughs) Let me look that up. So David, Wayne's World is Uh, a movie based on a SNL skit. Could be directed at me or a lot of those movie quotes. All right, we, we can get. start that. Uh, we'll just go with that. Yeah, we'll just start throwing shit out until we <laughs> land on something. Until he hits it. Uh, so am I, I going Well, no, uh, right, you right. know, it's the uh, average man. Yeah. People can see who we are. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got a... Uh, you know, do they, does anybody recognize? We're doing SNS a live read for SNS Pest Control. Yeah. Uh, so the parameters have changed now. Uh, effective 2024, as long as you're east of the or west of the 303, north of the 10, south of Camelback, and east of Verado Way. So First World Problem Saloon is out. Wow, I'm no longer getting serviced by Stafford. <laughs> oh, I, that came out wrong. <laughs> yeah. No, you're still on I'm the still, route. I still get service. You're still on the route. You get grandfathered in. Are you seriously cutting back to that? Uh, no, 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 no new customers. I'm getting that where I'm oh. getting there. Yeah. Somebody's got to die. It's going to be like trying to get an apartment in New York. Like you're going to be reading the obituaries, looking for an address to be like, ooh, that's ooh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I need pest control. Oh, only one of them died? Okay. <laughs> Let me know when the other one dies. <laughs> right. It's not that bad, guys. I read there was a car wreck on the 10. <laughs> Where'd they live? Uh, there was a DNR, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't you go to White Tank instead of just Verado Way? It's too far north. No, White Tank's like... Yeah, I don't like crossing Camelback, honestly. The traffic going to that school in the morning is... Yeah, that's yeah. To pain in the ass. So. Uh, as someone who tried to leave here at eight a.m. to go to golf lessons once, I changed my golf lessons because leaving here at eight a.m. is not a thing. It takes you forty-five minutes to either get to the freeway yeah. or Jackrabbit. Mm-hmm. You got no other. Even with Thomas open, you're still stuck. Yeah, forty-five minutes on Jackrabbit. It was yeah. even worse when they had construction on Bethany and Camelback. Uh, this is all riveting. Yeah, yeah. everybody um, wants to know about our traffic situation. Uh, so typically, uh, start. Oh, off when you're late for golf tee time. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. important. Yeah. That's a Saturday. Schools are closed. You're good. Uh, NGA-wise, uh, we're going to start over. Flip the calendar, 2024. Uh, Whip already has a lot of stuff set up. Uh, the only thing I always like to point out this time of year is uh, don't sign up until Whip tells you to sign up. Because if you sign up before that, you probably just paid more than there's already nothing. There's already been like five people signed, signed up, up already. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. Uh, we're doing great. Those yeah. guys don't listen. We know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for those reasons, uh, no pest control for you. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. I hope a scorpion bites your foot. Oh, right. Uh, there you go. I'll get this to you in a minute. <laughs> All right. Huh. Uh, so that was only my, uh, you know, don't sign up until Whip tells you. So the three of us that listen already know that. So kind of a wasted thing to say. Um, 
with lessons. Uh, we were on the precipice of whether or not you're signing up. Did you sign up? Renew for another year? Um, I took the plunge. I didn't go full send. You know, I didn't take all the inches. I just put the tip in. So I'm in it. I'm in it for another year. That's the 25 spot? Yeah. 25 lessons. So, all right. Well, here's the thing. Uh, you're somewhat of a salesperson, I gather. Yeah, um, yeah, we both are, honestly. Uh, pays pays <laughs> for the first world problem saloon. Yeah. We're both salespeople, by the way. Okay. Yes, uh, we're all salespeople. Uh, I'm uh, somewhat. Average sells his body. It's different. It's you know. I sell hey, myself. But you know what? <laughs> and you sell. It people. takes it takes salesmanship <laughs> to move this product. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Um, you think we don't have a lot of listeners? <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm getting at is there's tactics. There's, you know, if you have a long-term client, you know, you know kind of when to drop this, push this, let them, you know, let them slide here. But you're working them constantly, right? It's a relationship building thing. It's not a, hey, uh, Joe Smith, uh, let me sell you this car right now. It's a, hey, uh, let me just get to know you. And then, yeah, of course you're going to buy from me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So over the course of the last year, um, I went from being absolutely horrible to just being bad, right? And which is drastic improvement. If you've listened to any of the previous episode, it really actually uh, truly looks like you know how to swing a golf club now. Yeah, just poorly. But well, yeah. but I mean, before it was almost as if I had never done it before. It, Every time I golf was it the first like time you, I ever played golf. You should have nine one on your phone because you're going to have a seizure at any moment. Yeah, is what it now it, I've graduated from horrendous. I don't even know if horrendous is the right word. Opprobrious might be fitting. Um, certainly, you know, deplorable. Yeah. It, it was all of these adjectives, right? Some, somebody got the adjective toilet paper. They're. Um, I don't know how you can be that, dude, and win the last gas. Oh, did he Listen, win? no, no, no. I thought what, he did. What I'm getting at is, like I, went, I went from being horrible, disgraceful, despicable, to just being bad. I don't think you I, I went all the way up to bad. I think you sell yourself short, to be honest with you. What I'm getting at is... Play with is, Jeff Stossen and Eric Dahl and <laughs> tell me you're bad. <laughs> all right, yeah. well, let's burn them down, yeah, whoever, right. whoever they are. They, I thought they'd say it to their face, bro. Yeah. yeah. So... I tried to help them, but... What I'm getting at is, over the course of the year, I had drastic improvement from horrible to just bad. Now I'm just bad. But every golfer's dream is to be good, right? Like everybody that, that plays the game thinks that they can be good, which is why you go chase that feeling. That's because why you buy a new driver because six months. you can hit good shots. Even I can hit good shots. I hit a, I hit a few over the last weekend doesn't mean you're a good player. You have to put a lot of them together in a row to put together a good round, that sort of thing. You can do it. You have the ability to, which makes you chase it. So I've graduated from horrible to bad. Now I'm chasing bad to, I'm trying to get to like mediocre. I think you're decent. And then looking to be good. I'm. Everybody's trying to be good. But what I was getting at with the whole sales pitch thing of, you know, so now that I've I've spent the last year improving to where I am now, 
Um, my lesson, my last night was like my last lesson on the, the previous year plan. Hmm. And I got the whole, uh, you know, we've been putting this off for a long time, but I think now is the time to let's go ahead and do it. You got your swing mechanics down as far as playing your, your, your movement, your lower body, your shifting weight, not over rotate, you know, all these things, swing plane, body movement. That's all better. Not like, okay, you look like Rory McIlroy, but way better and playable. Like you can play golf with that swing. Your problem is that your club face is just always open, which is why you overcompensate to come over the top or start, you know, you do these weird things because you, your club face is open. So you compensate for it. We're going to fix that tonight. Okay. So now, now I'm in this intensive, like they just, my arm's broken again because yeah, it's it, one it, of their tools. Yeah. yeah. So now I, my whole shit's fucked up and, and I get the whole, uh, okay, so, uh, where are we with renewing? <laughs> yeah. for the, and I'm like, well, I can't quit now. <laughs> like you can't break my swing and then say, see you later. Uh, let me know if you ever want to sign up again in the future. I, my options are limited at that point. <laughs> It'd be like going into the doctor to get your broken arm fixed and they break it and they go, Oh wait, no. Did you like want a cast? Did you want us to set it and put it in a cast? Cause that's, that's way more money. <laughs> like we quoted you to right. re-break your arm. Yeah. Like now, oh no, no, no. Uh, let me go ahead and fork over that additional money so that I can heal so from How many lessons did you get? Uh, just, uh, what is it? 25? 25 is the... But you have a year. So you can do one every two weeks or whatever. Yeah, two or it, there, there really is no schedule. I could go every week. You can cram them in for the next six months. I could, I could use them as, as frequently as I need to, or, or I have up to a year to use them. So there's flexibility to where if I go on vacation, if he goes on vacation, if, if I'm sick, he's whatever, I don't have to go, you know, every week. So, and, and for you, I think that is the best package. And that's probably what you should have done, done last year for the, uh, summertime where you're at the lake all the time yeah. and you come back hungover and you yeah. know, take a lesson and then go back to the lake and then come back home. Okay, right. Yeah, I'm sure that really benefited. I'll probably be taking some time off in the, yeah. in the summer for sure. Uh, so I guess we're just going to do like a year and recap. So my lessons are always the, you know, don't come in steep. It's been able to actually get it to where my shoulder doesn't hurt. I actually played three rounds in Vegas and wasn't crying like a bitch on Monday or Tuesday about my shoulder. I was crying about other things. Uh, <laughs> Only getting eight. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Word on that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he wasn't crying about that. Uh, some people were track, trapped in a vehicle. Uh, it, just, yeah, it happens. There, there were real tears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll believe it. I've lost quite a bit of diff distance, but I've increased it in accuracy wise. So mm -hmm. instead of taking that seven iron from 165, I'll hit a six or a five iron type of thing and just swing, swing smooth. It's worked out better. Uh, we played cold water this last weekend, and uh, this is where it kind of brought my thought process for what this podcast should be, which is why I invited uh, Mr. SNS Pest Control over here because he's got he's a good player and uh, he's probably got some good insight into this. Is the conditions at cold water were poor. Oh, yeah. And I played poorly. And so I've kind of flashed back to, you know, the whole year type of thing where we had, we played a lot of Sun City courses in the MGA, uh, the other two leagues I play in. I also played some Sun City. We also play some higher-end courses. I always seem to score better when I'm at the higher-end course. And so to me, it's more of like cold water. I stopped keeping scores, how great I was doing. Um, it's just... 
Is it, do you pay attention more when you're at a higher end course? Is the conditions that much better is why you score? It's just kind of that sort of idea. That's of, it, right there. So, yeah. They I'd take like better to, course, you're going to have better lies. Mm -hmm. You know, all that factors in. You go to Coldwater, dude, you're in the rough. That shit's compacted Bermuda. Right? And dormant. And dormant, yeah. Everybody's watching you do Don't pay yet. attention to me. <laughs> I'm going to push this right off the end of the table like a oh, cat. Perfect. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for, <laughs> for me, like Revere, I end up shooting, you know, I ended up in eighth playing a pretty nice course. And then we end up playing a member-member tournament in one of the leagues. And it was a victory at Verado and Founders course, which are also very nice courses. I played well. And it's just interesting to me that, like, cold water just nothing and i mean the tee boxes are tee boxes of all sitting on a tee it doesn't make a difference that it's dirt or whatever granted it's somewhat lumpy but who gives a crap that's it's weird that you just i don't hit a tee shot off of a bad a tee chopped box, up basically, tee box yeah as well as i do just <clears> off of one that's pristine which is it's weird yeah that is weird <laughs> thanks <Yeah. laughs> I think that's more I, mental than anything. Think, and, we're, and we're done. I think it is. Yeah, yeah uh, we'll see you in the rough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it is kind of a mind over matter thing. Um, but but there's a lot of factors in golf that, that are like that. Like for me, I play absolutely horrible in the wind. Not because the wind catches my ball and knocks it down or sends it right or left. It fucks with my brain like i'm trying to hit a different shot because it's windy a lot of guys will try to hit it harder in the wind and it's just a whatever taking a different club there's trying to play that there's nuances to to everything if if you're standing you know next to if, if i'm standing under a tree but the tree isn't impeding my my swing at all I'm still going to hit it poor because I'm afraid that it all of a sudden it is going to impede the, my the, swing. The tree is going to grow and just reach out. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like I have a hard time. I have a hard time hitting driver in a simulator or on on a range in a in a like it's very rare for me to hit driver on the at the practice range or wherever because it almost feels confined to where I I can't and I like change my swing and it's not even remotely what my actual driver swing is and so. I just don't do it. So what do you do in uh, wet conditions? <sighs> Play like shit. Do you, do you change anything? Wet conditions? Yeah. Like it rainy, active rain? Or... Yeah, like cold water is probably wet conditions. Uh, cold water, the ground is pretty wet. Most of it's we played, muddy. We played the ball up, you know, yeah. fairway. We played, you know, lift clean lift place clean in the place. fairways. Um, but overall, I mean, it wasn't... I mean, the conditions weren't... I didn't think it. the conditions were that bad to where it affected necessarily how I was playing. I don't think, see, you had a different experience than I did. Um, yeah, see, the, the dirt for you is the same, whether, you know, the, fairway, right. the fairway's different though. Right. So what the fairway is, David. <laughs> yeah, that green area, right by that black and white I guess bowl. what I'm saying is, I knew, like, and, and I didn't appreciate, I didn't appreciate the greens. The greens were in shit condition. Yeah, they weren't good. Um, when we played the DWI. The fairways were decent. I mean, they were wet. It was muddy. It, but it wasn't like they were bad, you know. Um, it just... I, I don't know. It, the fairways were, like, thin in spots. And it made it to where, like, 
my bad swing was a steep swing, which I always was fine when I played in those conditions, but now I got that shallow swing, and now you're trying to pick it up off of this tabletop versus, you know, when it's sitting nice and nestled into a good, you know, one-inch fairway, you're laying up a little bit, you can get the club under it a lot easier, and it's just easier to strike the ball, where, I mean, there's a lot of areas, and I'm not just trying to shit on cold water, this is everywhere that's like that. I feel bad for cold water because they are, like, the least expensive course kind of on the West Valley now, so it's being overplayed. That's mm-hmm. what the problem is. Yeah. It's packed, packed, packed. We're Palm, Brook, Palm Brook's getting that way, too. Yeah. And like it's Union a, Hills and those courses yeah. up there. And, and that's basically what's happened to them. We've lost too many of our other courses that were less expensive or the same cost. And so all where those, where are those golfers going? Cold yeah. water or Palm Brook or whatever. Yep. And so that's where the, the heavy play is what really affects conditions. The point basically is more of how those conditions actually affect you as playing. Because, I mean, for me, we paid what at Coldwater? Uh, it was like 65 yeah. so, or... so 60-something bucks versus I can play Verado for 130 Those conditions are usually pristine for the most part, but you're paying double. So is the fact that you're going to probably shoot, say, 10 strokes better because of the better conditions worth the double the cost? Well, is it more fun to play Verado or Coldwater? Verado. Depends. Depends. Depends on the day and who you're playing. (laughs) I guess if you played like you did at Coldwater or Verado, it wouldn't be that much fun. Probably not. At, at the same time, a, a bad day at the $130 course isn't as bad as, no. or is way worse than It's the way worse courses. because because you're like, why did I spend so much money to come out here and play like this? That's the only reason, that's the only reason I have never played Pebble Beach. In all the years that I've been going there, I've been a lot of years that I've been going to Pebble Beach, like vacation, and I've played a couple of the other courses at that resort, and I've had the opportunity to play... At my own expense, but had the opportunity to play there lots of times and have always told myself, there's no way I'm going and spending that kind of money to golf the way that I golf. What is it, like 575 or something like that? Back in those days, it was like 550. Um, No, it just recently turned to like 575. Okay. Well, it was like 515 when I played it four or five years ago. but it was just one of those things. Like I was like, dude, there's no way that I'm going to go out there and spend that kind of money to go out there and shoot a hundred or worse. I'd rather play Pinehurst. All right. Well, I'll make the deal with you now, live and on the air. Uh, let's if, hear it. Uh, if either one of us wins Worlds, if I win Worlds, you pay our way to Pebble, and if you win Worlds, I'll well, pay I think that I think that uh, th- those odds are stacked oh. slightly <laughs> oh, wait, against oh, wait. me. Oh wait, did I finish eighth? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, wait, next year he's going to be going with penalty strokes because he's getting better. He's, uh, so he's going to start winning. Yeah, more. but he knows how to. You know, yeah, he, he massage he, those. He, he knows how to. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. gonna. I'm probably going to go out there and shoot this number today. Oh, hey, what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. what are you talking about? And, and it ain't eighty. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to shoot ninety every tournament. every tournament. <laughs> shoot, it, it'll keep me in the top ten, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm back in. Yeah. All right. It is uncanny that I can shoot 90 almost, you know, without a problem. Yeah, that's weird. But playing my best and my worst, I can shoot 90. Hmm. Hmm. Unless it's Worlds, then, you know, there's that. Well, you get away with a 90, but not much any longer. 
You're going to need to start bringing that down to the eight. I was pushing off almost a hundo at Coldwater, which is why I brought this whole copious notes about bitching about my round. Um, what else you got? Oh, that was pretty much my whole uh, thing. You guys didn't elaborate as well as you probably should have. You know, I don't know what you want from me. Um, the the what con- adjustments you make during playing? Conditions. It's hard to say, dude. I I have a hard time making adjustments because I can barely hit a ball as it is. Like it's not like I different. It's not like I all of a sudden. Oh, I'm gonna make a flighted wedge shot here. Like, I, I don't. I'm just gonna. I go. This club goes about this far. That's what I'm gonna play from this yardage. If it's windy, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to to take more club or less club if it's down, you know, whatever. Right. Um, if it's if it's like a right to left wind, then I'm going, all right, well, I'm screwed because my natural miss is a is a, a pull hook, and so I'm screwed if it's a right to left wind. If it's left to right, I'm like, all right, cool, maybe I can like actually hit one straight, you know, kind of ride it a little bit, take a little bit more club. Um, if if it's wet conditions, I don't know. I mean, I try to to keep my lower body more stable. Like I, I don't you know have as much movement. I just try to first um, priority is to make contact, clean contact with the ball. You know, but I don't have. I it's funny. I was listening to um, or watching some of that PNC challenge with the, all the father sons yeah. and whatever, and they're interviewing. Charlie Woods, you know, and he's like, the guy's going, hey, what was it like having your dad caddy for you at that? Tur- he played some junior tournament. And right, a couple tiger, weeks before. Tiger caddied for him. He's like, what was it like ha- having your dad on the bag? And he's like, I don't know. It's terrible, actually, because I'm going, hey, uh, you like seven iron for this yardage? And, and his response is, depends on the kind of shot you're trying to hit. You know, like, the, <laughs> like yeah. I got this this many yards. Do you yeah. like seven iron okay. or do you like six iron? So depends on the shot. Taking that okay. out, well, we're not hitting a certain flighted shot. But that's what I mean. Like playing the condition on the ground. Yeah. Like go to Palmbrook. I'll use Palmbrook for example because I play that course differently than I would play a Verado course as far as. So the adjustments that I would make at different courses at, at my skill level, honestly. Like if I'm playing a, um, if I'm playing like one of the Sun City courses, I know that there's going to be, I'm going to have way more opportunity to like land stuff short and have it kind of run up onto the green, as opposed to like a GCU where you're going to have to, you have to get it on the green. You're not you're not running anything onto the green. You're not bumping into the into the mounds before the green right. and having it trundle up. You're so there's different shots that you have to try to play there, you know. But as far as like an overall tee to green situation, uh, I don't know. I just try to I try to hit the ball as straight as possible. The yardage that I'm trying to hit and have it go the direction that I'm, tra- you know, I, I try not to. Okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hit a fade or I'm gonna hit a try to hit a draw or I'm you know this or that. I just okay, I want it to go this direction. And I want it to go this far, so that's a seven iron or a eight iron or whatever. I answered a, a tweet today. I'm still calling them tweets, by the way, because fuck X. X what even is that? What do you even call? Yeah. Uh, it's a, a Z. Uh, what are you calling it? <laughs> anyway, I, I answered. Don't, I a, don't do it. I answered a tweet today that was a. Uh, I don't know. It was one of those golf marketing companies, and it was like, be honest. 
how far do you hit your pitching wedge? You know, no, no lie, just no BS. Are uh, we in a greenside bunker in the fairway? Or well, and that's what I said. Either 115 yards or 162 yards, no in between. 115 yards if it's 117 to carry the water, or 162 if it's 117 to the back of the green. That those are my two options with pitching wedge. So. You asked about adjustments, on course adjustments. If you know, if it's 117 to the back of the green, then I can I can flight my pitching wedge down and, and hit it 162 yards. Well, for me, I play Palm Brook. I'll play knockdown pitching wedges versus chipping with a 60 degree wedge, because the lie, especially out of the rough there, mm -hmm. around the greens, that shit's. It, you're, I don't know, for, for me, my pitching wedge or my gap wedge is 60 degree, always digs in that shit, and I'm never hitting shots I want. So about a year ago, I would, I would start chipping with a pitching wedge and just playing a, you know, hit it into the front of the green, yeah. let it release to the hole, you know, just hit it hard enough to get it there. Yeah. I do that a lot. I fucking started scoring a lot better at Palm Brook when I started doing that because, you know, you hit a chunk fucking chip shot, you get pissed off. And you fucking knock it on the other uh, side. Bob, of the green. Bob doesn't know anything about uh, that. I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> I, I am the king of putting from fifty feet off the green because of hitting a chip, now, chip shot makes me angry. But that's I, an adjustment noticed, of making an adjustment to a course condition. I noticed at Coldwater you do you were doing that quite a bit, and I called. Or I, I didn't call you on it, but I asked you like, "Hey, where's?" Because if if I'm not mistaken, you have been. Uh, chipping me, pretty well yeah. lately, and then all of a sudden you're putting from like 30 for, yards. For up. me, that's a conditions thing. Uh, I have little to no success success at all from a thin lie to where if the lie is thin at all, I it's I prefer to just putt it and put it somewhere close to make it. Um, I watch like you guys will chip from you know six feet off the fringe, and it's like it's just it's thin enough to where the blade or the duff is in play, where I know with a putter I'm going to be within five feet, and that's makeable for me. And that's pretty much the, the hmm. strategy there. Um, again, the playing conditions at Coldwater, not shitting on them, but it was an awful lot of rolled mud with grass, with green, you know, yeah. grass somewhere. Uh, I was uh, going to put some reels together, and I was looking at the one that we did on 18, um, where Matt did his putt, and he made it from 40 feet away, except for there were three or four big hops just in the middle of his putt that just pitched his ball off to the side. So, I mean, how, how do you atone for that? Right. Uh, and so, granted, Chipping's going to maybe carry that. He was on the green. But it's just the conditions, like, I'll, I'll bring back Verado. Verado has really good rolling greens. They're, I can read them very well. I also play here all the time, which was my one other uh, topic I wanted to bring up was we play in several leagues, so we're always playing a different course. Where you see some people, which I could name names if I wanted to, they're all, oh yeah, I'm a 9 handicap or a 12 handicap or whatever, I'm really, really good. And then you take them out of the course they play every day, every week, every single time they play, and you put them to a course that's not that. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, well, why are you shooting 150 if you're at 9? Right. And it's just, we... And I say this as the three of us I know play multiple courses all the time and get that different experiences, get different plays. Like, Scott, what are you now, a 10? 
Yeah. He's a legit 10. I mean, when he goes out and shoots his... But what's your handicap? When he goes out and shoots his... Uh, it's yeah. probably my <laughs> chipping right now. Uh, but when he goes out and shoots that 80 at Riverview in an MGA tournament, and we're playing from the ladies' tees, basically, because it's not a major, yeah, he's a 10 from 6,500 yards plus mm. type of thing. That's what he should shoot. Where I know people that, oh, I'm a 10, and then we go out and shoot. You know, I think yeah. this is why... Our chapter really benefits from doing the majors at 6,500 plus is because we go to Revere and we ain't scared of 6,400 or 6,500 right. yards, whatever the hell it is, because we played that where you watch some of these tournaments that, oh, you're playing for 5,800? Really? What? Why don't you just play mini golf? Go to, right. go, go putt putt. Yeah, or play an executive course or something. And, and that's where I think we actually, it's funny that none of it, nobody from it, West Valley has actually won anything. Uh, I finished eighth, which is... Did anybody hear that? <laughs> um, but no one's really... How do we not win it when we're playing from so far away? But it's like people like Scott. Scott, basically, how many penalty strokes you got in MGA? Nine a day. Yeah. And he's got nine, and we're playing from 6,500. Right. So... So, if, best like, case scenario, it's a net 89. <laughs> yeah. If you know, yeah, because yeah, I shot 84 80 um, at uh, Born Harry. It's weird, you shot an 80? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I know. I honestly thought I was gonna DQ. It, it's cool. I that think you don't I was keep... like one or two under after nine holes. That, that you don't keep track, but I had a couple bad holes. Enough, so, you know. <laughs> I'm not eat a DQ. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, I had a couple bad holes. Unfortunately, yeah. hey, you know what? Uh, Craig was with, or Greg was, Craig was with me. They actually had you paired in the same group? Houston, you, yeah. You, you and Houston? Huh. How'd that go? You know, it went great. He had to ride with the other guy, so... I was glad well, they didn't have to. I had oh, some, we switched. Yeah. You can come with Well, I had some dude from San Francisco chapter, so... That's Morley's chapter. So you was, want to show, show him a thing or two about what he doesn't know. He about was him. one of those guys that was uh, better. Says he was better than he was. Because yeah. uh, he missed a lot of fairways off the tee. Well, we're not judging that. But, I mean, we're, we see you in the rough for a reason. Yeah, uh, it's what you do in the rough is what makes you a better golfer. Uh, yeah, making decisions of oh, do I go for it or just punch it out. Take my five and move on. You always go for it. You no, know, it never you works don't out. always go for it. <clears throat> no, you don't always go for it. Although, the best shot I hit over the weekend came as a result of stepping on two birdies. Yeah, thank you I got, for that. I got my karma. We, Matt, Matt and Bob both birdie number nine. Man, and then, impressive. And then, uh, first time I've ever birdied number That's nine. That's tough And... We're so excited about it. They proceed to go in the clubhouse and jack each other off for 10 minutes. Uh, we well, went to the truck and uh, used the fridge, but you know what? I've, well, I've heard it both ways. Me and CJ are up at the tee box, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Because you know how much I like standing around waiting. So I'm like, I'm just going to fucking tee off. Proceed to block the ever-living shit out of my drive. You know, dead right. About doesn't, a car path. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go out of bounds, but it's up. Yeah, I know, you know the area. Mm-hmm. 
familiar with it. I've been over there. And it's kind of a longer <laughs> yeah, par four. It is. Yeah. You're probably like 150 if you're up by that little hill. Well, it was not. It was uh, like 175. Oh, so you were behind the hill? That's the, right yeah. next to the cart path? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I proceeded to have like a little bit... If I if I go just slightly left of the big giant tree that's right there, uh, maybe I have a shot at the green and proceeded to hit the best shot I hit all day out of the gravel next to the wall and put it to what five feet. Yeah, and that's because that's the shot you're used to. You're accustomed to playing from the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good from the gravel. Move the fairway. Fucking watch out. No, I just it was weird. It was no expectation. It was just it's one of those better. things. Like I'm just gonna try to hit it and. Put it to five feet. As soon as I struck it, too, it was like, that's the fucking number. I'm pretty sure that's the direction, but that's... And CJ's like, oh, I think you might be on the green. I'm like, I better be on the fucking green because that was... Like, I could not have hit it better. Like, it was the exact shot I drew up in my... Like, and if it wouldn't have been anywhere close, it would have been like, well, I'm doing everything wrong. You know, but it was one of those... Because normally, it looks like it's really close, and then the closer you get, the further away it gets. Yeah. This was the opposite. I'm like, oh, that's like, I'm actually putting. Cool. And then the closer we get, it's like getting closer to. Did you make it? Yeah. Only birdie I made all day. Where was the flag on nine? Front. Front. I was like, uh, not in this. Because eight was all the way back. Yeah. That little part yeah, three. Tier. Like where they, it's almost off the green. It's so far yeah. back. You're like. <laughs> yeah, number nine had the, uh, it has that little loop in the middle which is where it usually is every time I play there especially when it's uh, John Daly hole and I'll putt 14 times because I just can't I just can't and then it was right where it's supposed to be because that's where my ball went Matt put it on the green too probably yeah he didn't chip yeah. in no hmm. squish your burden and where was CJ this whole time uh, he was in the cart wondering why he's even playing because we're so good <laughs> and then the back man came. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was. Uh, what was he doing? I feel like he had kind of a rough start to the. He said run. he played like shit. Yeah, that's his opinion. He was the high man in the in the foursome though. Uh, overall, like mm -hmm. that when all of a sudden uh, Matt Matt broke ninety. He was the, Matt was the only one to break ninety. And then I only got you by one, and then. CJ. Which could you imagine how bad I must have played? Right. To, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> to lose to CJ. I, I made an entire podcast about how shitty the conditions were, so I had an excuse. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Nobody was putting. There were so many guys. Yeah, the, the, putting, putts. The, the putting surface was just not not really fair. It there was, was barely almost, any yeah. grass in the greens. Like it was uh, Yeah, I just played there. It was not a great course. Not what it not what it normally is. Credit where credit's due. Coldwater has historically been a, I'm not gonna say a good course, but a decent course, especially for the price. Oh, it's a hundred percent. They're being it's being overplayed. But I I feel like their overseed for some reason didn't come in like everybody else's did. Like we've been seeing even at the you know Palmbrook and and these fairly affordable courses on the west side. The overseed came in nice this year. Well, when we know? played it for the DWI, the overseed, um, it was still a little long in the fairways. It was, they hadn't mowed it down at all. Yeah. Or but, much. But the greens, though, were like, yeah. whatever they did to the, the green, greens, the greens kind of just slow didn't, when we played it. didn't come in. 
It almost looked like they rolled them too early and killed the grass off. It's it's weird because they were it, patchy. Yeah, very patchy. But uh, this is riveting. Audio. Yeah, everybody for, wants to know. for all you out there yeah. in podcast land. Uh, uh, let's uh, go ahead and write in. We'll talk agronomy uh, yeah. uh, the, the whole next episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, those, the, agronomy. Yeah, that's. Um, uh, so anyway, ninety-five percent uh, of the people uh, said that weed abatement <laughs> and yeah. pest control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he does so, weed abatement. So David, what agronomy is? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so for those of you who don't live in Arizona, that listen, maybe that, um, for for you, we that apologize one for bitching about our playing conditions when people in Yellowknife are not playing uh, when, golf when, like, at all. When when David Blythe is sitting there in fucking yeah. Cleveland, yeah, just like, doing the uh, I hate you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just move the snow away and go. What's wrong? Right. I'm sure it's not muddy underneath. It's not. It's not our fault. You moved to fucking Massachusetts. Yeah. Don't go to Massachusetts. What, did I almost say it that time? No. 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 Me. Not close. I still can't. Uh, go back and listen. There's a whole podcast about how I can't fucking say Massachusetts. It's the name of an episode. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, I'm pretty sure. Remember that one time you sent me a picture like you're driving in your side yeah. by side or something. That was the episode. Yeah. That was my pickup. Oh, whatever. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah, side by side. You going to the dunes? I am for New Year's. Yeah. What? Um. Well, we have some. My my wife's mom's in the hospital, and she's got an infection in her foot. Mm-hmm. So we're waiting on whether that infection's in her bone or not. Kind of stuff. So uh, we're waiting to hear on that. Way to bring MRI it down. Huh? Way to bring it down. Well, <laughs> stay tuned stay to tuned. the next episode of the next I will, episode. We're all yeah. updates. We're good. Yeah. They're going to be good. We're asking for some prayers and maybe some contributions. Uh, so, what you want to do is call SNS Pest Control um, for all your uh, charity and. No, send all those donations to the average minute. I don't want him to uh, help me out. <laughs> Right. Um, no, but we're still we're packed up. I'm putting my you're ready to go and assuming that assuming the best. Uh, the dunes for those of you who aren't in Arizona is the Klamaths. Yes, yeah. Imperial Sand Dunes. Yeah, well, generally referred well, to as Glamis. Well, what I say? Just Google Glamis. You'll figure it out. Uh, most people don't need to Google it. It's uh, giant sand dunes uh, right around where California and Arizona meet up uh, it, and, it, Me- and Mexico. It's a lot of sand dunes. <clears throat> it is. It's basically Egypt, but in the Southwest. But there's a huge party out there. No, for sure. Huge. So anyway. No golf though. Bummer. Bob, what was the best Christmas present you got? Uh, my girl got me a uh, paper plate with the uh, barcode thing to scan to get heaven on a paper plate from Roger Klein. Hmm. Like? From Spotify. Oh, so yeah. it just plays so it. The song, so you yeah. just scan, you scan it, it and it, it plays automatically it. plays Okay. Yeah. I thought it was like an uh, exclusive very, download situation. Uh, yeah, it's like, a, yeah, Roger sings it directly to me. <laughs> Eric calls him on yeah, the phone. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, God damn it. He's, he's, all, he's, he's obligated fucking, to answer. This fucking guy. I, I have, it's this a, guy ordered one of those fucking plates. It's like the it's, snow globe. Yeah. Every time you <laughs> yeah. shake it, I'll be there. It's, it's, it's a Roger Klein cameo. And every time I scan it, he has to pick up the phone and call me and you know sing it a cappella yeah, yeah. into your ear hole. Yeah, just yeah, so, yeah. I mean, how much better can a gift be, really? It's a paper plate with yeah. heaven on a paper plate. Yeah, that's awesome. That is a great gift. It's it's right up there when she got me the uh, 
your name on a grain of rice. It literally says your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not your name. Not your name. It says your, your name. name. Your name. Your name. I've seen that on a grain of rice. It's pretty dope. Thoughtful. It's the thoughtful gift. It's the thoughtful. I prefer thoughtful. Yeah. Because I buy all sorts of stupid shit for myself. I mean, I just bought a rangefinder because, you know, my other one's blue. Ooh, I got a rangefinder for Christmas. Oh, nice. I got a Titleist visor. Oh. Yeah? Turns out... That's you, something you, you've been you asking you, Santa for? You, you do a family uh, gift exchange. You draw a name. Mm-hmm. You write three things on your name. Paper that they draw and gives them ideas. And I put black visor. And they're like, what the white, fuck is black, Thorazine? Black, <laughs> black Titleist visor. White Titleist visor. And then uh, a, another black Titleist hat. And I got a white visor. Hmm. And Eagles tickets. Not the football team. The Eagles. Yeah. Minus Glenn Fry. Correct. He's no. dead. If it, is it really the Eagles? Uh, um, apparently so. I bet you the tickets, the tickets would be more expensive if Glenn Fry was there. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty expensive now. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool though. I, you know. I, mean, yeah, I, I didn't know I was getting them. Where, when and where? Uh, January 20th at Footprint. Yeah. All right. Who's, uh, who else? Don't know. They're not selling it out by themselves. I don't know. Maybe they are. Footprint Center? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. All right. Please. They're selling that. They're, they're yeah, not selling it's not Actually, they're Fry, too nice. Did they bring Joe Walsh back? I don't think so. Well. Why would they bring him back? Are they going to... Is it the Witch A Woman Tour? <laughs> it's basically <laughs> done. No, it's the final resolution <laughs> of some shit. I, I, yeah, the long goodbye is what it's It's, it's probably yeah. Don Henley and the Peacemakers or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, can I borrow the Peacemakers? Hey, it's yeah, it turns out I'm going to have Twain. it on a paper plate <laughs> yeah. for the next six months. Yeah. Yeah. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> this guy's got me on lockdown. I'm playing a backyard. You ever heard of the First World Problem <laughs> Saloon and Driving Range? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Audience oh. of one. <laughs> Just put him in the cage. Yeah. Hit, hit a few and sing a few bars for me. Yeah, that's fine. You're not getting that guy here. <laughs> hey, um, you, you can get Richard Cheese. He'll play your backyard. Yeah. Uh, next year's Christmas party. We already did the mechanical bull. Uh, you got to step it up. Just Richard can invite your brother and Richard Cheese, and he can do. You know, we could just dress. You know, we could just dress Mitch's and Richard tell Cheese everybody and, that's yeah. who he is. Nobody would know uh, if who, only they were. Who, if who only they were invited this year. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Damn it. Who missed God, opportunity? God damn it! How come I didn't think to invite my sister and brother-in-law? <laughs> yeah, that seems for weird. the holidays. Yeah. Oh well. Turns out they've been invited. For a long time, and they just refused to come to Arizona. Oh, okay. They're them uh, California commies, you know? So. Well, all you can do is invite. Yep. But what are you going to do? My sister didn't make it to my house for Christmas either, and I invited her. So I got a a sweet rangefinder that uh, will, I guess, give you whatever the fuck those things give you when you put it up to your eyeball. Yeah. Distance to the flag is kind of yeah. What the point is uh, yeah. Or actually, it's funny because uh, Santa, who just happened to be there while I was opening presents, was like, uh, "I know you have watches and stuff that you like," and I'm like, "Yeah, but that just kind of gives you front, middle, back." I like every time I borrow one of y'all's rangefinders, it's to go, "Hey, what is it to get over that bunker or over the water or you know what trouble?" 
You know, I probably use mine for that more than anything else. Because honestly, I don't give a shit if it's one fifteen or one eighteen to the flag. Like it's well, you got to know if you're going to pull the string or if you're going to let it roll out. I mean, oh yeah, how much backspin <laughs> am I putting yeah. on this wedge? Yeah. Uh, no, for me, it's a okay. It it's a it's a back pin. What's the middle yardage? Okay, that's my number. That's that's about my level. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not going. Oh, you know. Well, so hopefully you got a good one. Which one did you get? I don't know. Callaway? Uh, Callaway? Is it Callaway makes them, yeah. It's a Callaway. Yeah. I don't know the model. Uh, after breaking two Callaways, I went with Bushnell this time. I got one of those, and I got a, uh, a sweet uh, VR headset thing. For porn? Well, that that's turns. not how it's marketed. <laughs> but, as uh, you know, our uh, regular guest who is... Almost due to come off suspension here pretty soon. Uh, he finished the internet. Imagine if you had... Now go back and do the whole thing again, but with a VR headset. Yeah. The problem is, it's like got the built-in ear thing, so like sound deadening. So like, you have no idea. You're in a whole other world. Like your entire family could be sitting there watching you eat ass. Like, <laughs> with your stupid headset on. And then all of a sudden you're like... Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? Should I should I not have been doing that? <laughs> was, that was that wrong? Was that wrong? <laughs> and they're like, pop pop. <laughs> pop pop. What, what does this mean? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, it, it could get me into trouble. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to start locking some doors or, you know, calling in sick from work or something. <laughs> Or start playing golf on there versus eating ass. Oh, there's that option too, oh, I suppose, yeah. Because yeah. it does, it has a little controller thing. Not like the little fake golf club, but it's got like a con controller where that senses how your hands move or whatever. So you, I could, in theory, be hitting golf shots. So instead of a cage in my backyard, I could have just got a VR thing. And, yeah. I guess. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, VR, you don't feel it. You hit the club face, you know when it hit it, you hit it right. True. You don't get that uh, positive you know, feedback. Haptic, uh, yeah. Flush on the face versus the toe. Different sound. Right. Well, this is riveting. Riveting. Um, so that's it for Christmas, huh? That's our recap. Yeah. We Mrs. Guess. Average really liked her Vespa. So for all you out there in podcast land, um, what you want to do is figure out something that your wife has been hinting at for like, I don't know, five, six years. Uh, then get some uh, really strong life insurance. Well, there's that. Um, you know, that way I'll be able to quit my regular job and, and just, uh, podcast just, yeah. just podcast full time. You know, we might get a better camera. Um, yeah. This sign will have translated to where you'll be able to actually read it. There might be some average minute... Uh, logos that are bigger than a koozie. Um, uh, we're going to put a flag up, but then we didn't. Well, I forgot to bring it. Well, then, you, there you lies. listen, we're working on a whole new studio. Uh, yeah. Right now we're in the kitchen here at, uh, well, it's not, it's the nook. We're in the nook. The nook? Oh. Yeah. Right. Classifies the nook. Okay. It's I, a nook. Breakfast nook. I, I don't know. It's where my kitchen table is. Yeah. So it's in the nook. It, isn't that weird, though, that your kitchen table is never in the kitchen? When is your kitchen table ever in the kitchen? 
Unless you have an old farmhouse or something, right? Yeah. This ain't the 50s. It's in the nook. But it's still a kitchen table. Huh. So I should start calling it the nook table. No. It's never the nook table. What if I have nookie on it? Then it's just your... It's one nasty ass table. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that? I thought you had maple is that, syrup. Is that like, what I was screaming off over here? What? what it, <laughs> like, like the strings. <laughs> I'm, I'm regretting getting a taller table. I should have got a shorter one. Why? Because uh, Jessica's not that tall. Yeah, but it's all about. Anyway, you know, get what? a virtual reality headset. <laughs> yeah. Get, oh, yeah. You get, one one work. get one of them VR headsets. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solvers. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I got a, um, I got a t shirt for Christmas that uh, you and um, Sister Mary will appreciate. But, you know, if I, if I, Reveal it here. It's going to be, It'll ruined. be ruined for yeah. when you unveil it on Saturday. Well, probably not Saturday because oh, okay. it's it's a it's a ca- it's a very casual T-shirt. <laughs> Where are you going to do your New Year's at? Uh, we're yet to d- decide at this point. I'm. I, I don't do New so Year's. So regardless typically. of how many other people are there with me, I'm probably going to be at my house <clears throat> for the same reasons. You know, I don't. I don't like going out yeah. New Year's. Like, I, I saw this thing and I so uh, it touched my soul. It was like it was the picture of this middle aged guy or older. I don't know. It's probably your age. Um, <laughs> I'm past middle age. That's so, what I. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm implying. I'm out. Pa- turns out I'm past middle age. Yeah, you are. But not by society standards. Society standards still think that everybody lived to be a hundred years old, right? And they go, "Oh, middle age is when you hit 50. That's not a thing. How many people live to be 100? You're like those people that are like mid to late 30s, middle age. 40 is middle age to me. Okay, well, you set your own rules. I mean, we don't. I mean, the average male what lives what to be 72? 74? Yeah, so, so what so did middle I say? age would be like 36. 40. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Math is hard, Math but. Is hard. <laughs> well, 78 is 39, so yeah, yeah. yeah it's three off of them. Yeah. You said 72. So 36, I mean, Play out there bag. in podcast Did land. Did I say 72? Yeah. It's still 36, 37. Anyway. Let me Google it. It's, you know what? That's not the point. The point is, there was a, a it was a meme. Yes, that's how old I am, is I'm still looking at memes, not reels. Meme of a guy that was uh, <clears throat> talking about I'm not going to any parties. I'm not leaving the house. I'm not, you know, all these things. And it's like, what, what was a punishment when I was a kid? I now look forward to, as, you know, like those are all of the things. I don't have to leave the house. I'm not going to any parties. I'm not, I don't have to drive anywhere. I'm not, I can't do any of those things that, you know, all the young people are trying to do. Like, I just want to chill. Just peace and quiet. Like, I don't need... There's a time and a place for it. And I like, you know me, I like hanging out. I like going out. I like going to the office for one or two. Well, maybe two. <laughs> but certain occasions like New Year's, I just, just don't, just don't bother me. Just. Fireworks are pretty cool in Glamis. Well, 
Um, if you en- don't end up going, uh, Steve will keep you up because he's right around the corner from you and he sets off all kind of fireworks. Yeah, I've so, been there. Just saying. Checks out. Yeah. I don't even have to think where they're coming from because I know that little corner over there. That's pr- they're all it's, pretty It's rowdy. amazing that he hasn't been arrested for it yet. Uh, one of his neighbors, I work with him, he's a pyro. So. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, it's fine. But last year he came to our neighborhood and did it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he was in the park right across from my house. Was he the, he was the one fire, that was yeah. creating the war zone? Mm-hmm. And then we walked out to do the uh, safe and sane type fireworks and uh, your neighbor came out. and explained. Yeah, the ones you get at the grocery store? Yeah. 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 He, neighbor came out and explained to us how uh, he had to work in the morning, so could we stop doing that? Yeah, well, you know what? America. And we didn't stop doing that. We just kind of went, oh, that sucks. You have to work? That's, that's, yeah, sorry about your luck. Too bad for you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Last time I checked, this was America. And we light shit on fire for no reason. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Yeah. Well, Steve, there's a lot of pyros you can, uh, in Glamis, by the way. I'm just going to keep this running. I know, dude... Bob is so anxiously <laughs> sitting there, like trying to keep the last ounce of beer that he has to his name going. Like, I'm not going to hit pause. Like, you can just, they're right there. Uh, Scott and I will, you know, we'll talk. Yeah, you, you, know, you guys going to vamp? We'll talk weed abatement or something, you know. <laughs> we'll talk vaping. Yeah, you guys vape. Oh, we'll vape. I don't know. Are we allowed to vape? I don't, I'm not doing that on camera. I only had two beers, by the way. Huh? You're not doing what on camera? I'm not vaping on camera. Why? Because. I don't know. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... But you'll... Oh, by the way, it's not bothering here. So why are you jingling your chapstick? There. What is this? You asked for the chapstick. Oh, yeah, because you don't like my it. Bag. All right, so what this is, uh, this was my... This is the second best Christmas present I got. Yeah. <laughs> it's a late Christmas. For all you out there in podcast land that have not been to Worlds, and, and if you're not seeing this on video, I don't know what to tell you. I'm holding up the uh, Born Harry... Chapstick and lotion combo. Uh, this lotion is going to come in real handy with my VR headset and the uh, chapstick. Uh, well, listen, we don't best you've ever had. Yeah, use your use your imagination. This is the good stuff. I, I I've talked about it on previous episodes. Um, I always ask Tessa for all the extra chapstick she has at Worlds because I stock up and I I ration it out throughout the year. Makes sense. Gets me through to the next. The lotion I could take it or leave it because. You know, uh, Jurgens is all over the yeah, place. Puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah, Rolls it's gonna work again. Works out great with the uh, VR headset. Yeah, I haven't had that much anxiety since uh, we were trapped in an elevator in Mexico. Right, dude. I could see you were literally vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> like the picture was a little blurry. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm looking at the clock going. <laughs> are we gonna? Are you gonna make? It? Uh, this is. You're gonna have to get used to this. You can just come and go as you, or just bring more koozies and line up more beverages. Uh, I only brought two beers. <laughs> uh, we're doing fine. <laughs> do we have a name in the episode? Uh, I don't know. We never do. I, I throw out stuff and you shit on it, and then I, well, sudden, that's our process. Yeah. Uh, we'll also we need you to throw out some shitty ideas because yeah, <laughs> he's not. Doing we those. don't want Bob to feel left <laughs> he's out. He's not doing those either. <laughs> I text him to you, but you've already posted by then. Yeah, well, turns out after you listen to the episode, <laughs> isn't the time to go, yeah. you should have called it this. <laughs> um, 
we got any this is our last episode of the year 2023 yeah. is behind us yeah. uh we're looking yeah. forward to 2024 and all your new lessons we're gonna try so for all you that are that are hopefully still watching this if you are watching this uh we're gonna try to fix this mm. like Try to come up. He's not talking our faces. He's talking. No, there's ain't nothing I can do about this. Like it is what it is. Like this, this stuff right here. Just you know, this is we're. This is like a hostage video. Like this is on the ISIS network, and we're you know coming at you live from Riyadh. Um. So anyway, David, what Riyadh isn't actually an ISIS hotbed. It's it's in a totally different part of the world. Mountain, chop Stafford's head off. Uh, it's possible to be true ISIS. Yeah, uh, the infidel with the uh, yeah. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, because how could you disparage the Red Sea? <laughs> like that? Yeah, exactly. Like, you, my friend, you don't know about Red Sea. We teach you about Red Sea. Why? Why do I go? What? What even accent is that? I don't know. That's that was horrible. Yeah. That was almost as good as my Trump. Yeah. That was like uh, <laughs> Italian slash Polish. <laughs> or Russian. You know what? Russian Italian. Once you get outside the contiguous United States, uh, fuck y'all with your accents. Uh, that's that's my opinion. And no apologies. Here at the average minute, uh, we make no apologies for anything you might find offensive. Uh, that's on you. Uh, sorry, your vagina hurts. Uh, we do stand stationary with uh, eyes agape when uh, you call us on our shit at a certain Christmas party, but you know. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise, uh, otherwise, we're fine. Tight-lipped. Uh, oh. Listen, and for those of you he, that... He had that, some real honest and fair opinions. That do <laughs> some, But those people that tend to complain in person, um, just because I'm literally looking down at you, doesn't mean I'm looking down on you or talking down to you. I'm literally talking down to you, but I don't mean to be talking down to you. Uh, yeah, that, that fixed. Sorry about your height. I, I don't know. I, I, Stand on a box. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe get, a, maybe an what, ice chest. Who knows? Wear lifts. I, how'd that work out? Is he heightening? You know what? Uh, I, so, think the, I think the best is you look over at Stafford and he doesn't do <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you know when I get one. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? It's fine. It's almost better if you don't. Yeah. Well, I get some of it, but I don't know the movie reference that you put in afterwards. It, well, it hasn't been in, made into a movie yet. Yeah. But, ooh. <laughs> uh, we're in on that. Uh, we call rights to that. Yeah. We're going to license yeah. that. Yep. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Cramerica Production Studios. Yeah, mm. Art Vandelay presents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a yeah. Doctor Von Nostrum <laughs> production. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ryan, because you can you have to talk down to Ryan. Who? Ryan. Now. Oh well, there's a there's a few. That's why it was vague enough. But he's like, uh, listen, we're not getting into specifics. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he comes from a long line of successful horse jockeys. You can't be, you know, can't be jockeying. Around. You can't. You can't win the uh, Kentucky Derby and play in the NBA. It's not a thing. You know, uh, Spud Webb, okay, one-off. Muggsy Bogues, pretty short. 
But but he won the slam dunk contest. But those guys tower over the Cosolinos. Those dude, Spud Webb was like five eight. Was he? I thought he was five three or five four. Uh, that's worth it. Oh, Google is right, yeah, coming. Let's, let's go. Now ahead. that we, we got now that now that I got. Hold on, I'm going Spud Webb. There's a picture of him dunking. There's a there's a yeah there's like a dunk contest. Yeah. Spud Webb. I think Muggsy was like five three, How five four. Spud Webb. Oh, yeah. Five six point guard. Yeah. Okay. Five foot six. What did I say? Five eight. You know what? I I do the quiet one since we're on camera. So we're not like, hey, uh, <laughs> hey Siri. Uh, yeah. What are we to, looking at? Muggsy Bogues. I, I need to get a producer that can just hey uh, go ahead and pull that up. Oh, should I have reached for my phone? Yeah. Probably. Muggsy Bogues. Here we go. Right here. Oh, are you five free? three. You were Yeah. Hey, look at that. Charlotte Hornets. Check uh, that out. Tur- turns out I paid attention to basketball at one point. Well, that's yeah, that was back when it was watch about. when it was watchable. Yeah. When you know? It, I mean when it wasn't complete crap. So our guest has left this yeah, he just yeah, walked he, off he the podcast. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. Didn't you tell Bob just to get up? I, I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah, you can. Oh, do you you have pro- some place you got to be. He or? probably needs a prostate. Oh, oh. well, just uh, you he know, needs- crack the door open. Is it that imperative? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, that was nice as we both looked off camera to hear yeah in the back. <laughs> I think anybody watching has figured it out. But, we mean, uh, this yeah. isn't. Yeah, it's yeah. we're fine. Well, I mean, when we, they watch, we can probably carry this without you. I if it, <laughs> we, I don't know. Hey, Bob, what should we talk about? Oh, uh, we've done that before. <laughs> this this, this isn't a repeat. Bags in the front and living room. What happened? What, you got two extra bags. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, thank you for pointing it out. Uh, so anyway, I'm a single guy. I have golf clubs well, next to my TV, as far as I live yeah, by myself. And then uh, I found a really cool golf bag by Bag Boy. That, that I, fits a 30 break. That I, well, that's step one. Uh, if you watched our reel. Uh, it's, it's the three club <laughs> challenge bag. Yeah. But it's the size of a tour bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got two of them. Yeah. Uh, Did you buy two of them? No, I have have a PXG bag that doesn't hold enough beer, so I never used it. It's the BAC edition. (laughs) (laughs) Then I uh, bought the uh, America Bag Boy that came out last summer, and I just don't want to switch yet. So I I got it lined up. I got a problem. Uh, I also went shopping today for my uh, 14th pair of golf shoes, and I couldn't find anything I wanted. It's probably 15, actually, but whatever. No, nobody's counting. They didn't have anything in white that you... I, uh... I can only do America in white. I can't do anything else. Um, all the shoes now are uh, white soles. Hmm. And I need all black. Hmm. So, Wonder why that is. Because uh, I'm, I'm real big into black. <coughs> black soles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the most soulful color, yeah. I guess. I mean... If you're basing that on that, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's the. Uh, <clears throat> hmm? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? You know what? I don't think we're supposed to be talking about that. That was almost going to get bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you saved it. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, what you want to do is uh, as long as you're north of the 10, 
South uh, of Bethany. Oh, we're going all the way to up Bethany. to Beth. All the way up to Bethany. All the way up to Bethany. Uh, south of Bethany. Good north thing he's got of, a diesel. Uh, Camelback. That's why uh, I can only go so far. <laughs> east of Perryville. Tank lasts me a week. West of Citrus. He'll take care of you. Yeah, as long as you're in between Citrus and Perryville. Yeah. And, That's uh, the premium spot. <laughs> as long as you're in if he doesn't have to drive out of his driveway to service your house you're in <laughs> right uh, 10% so, discount to so Sheila what you want to do is get a hold of SNS Pest Control uh, for yeah. all your uh, speaking of huh you're, you're missing someone Matt she's currently listening and she's wondering if you're going to say it or not oh well, it didn't come up organically. I know, so I forced it. That's the weirdest You're thing. You're welcome. God damn it. It always comes up organically. Now we got to talk about something else so that I can figure out how to shoehorn it in. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We're playing golf this weekend at... Uh, where the hell are we playing? Uh, so, there's a couple of tee times on the table. Well, Sunday's not really on the table. Sunday's full. Sunday's at Sun City Country Club. And uh, Saturday... Uh, I'm guaranteed to hit... Over under three trees. Saturday is uh, Arizona Traditions. I picked that over uh, the Eagle because historically you have said that you always prefer Arizona Traditions. I love Traditions. It's one of my favorite courses. It's a little on the easy side, but you know who who needs a confidence boost? I do. Yeah, but you're going to get similar <laughs> cold water conditions. At... You think so? Yeah. Eh. Uh, Eagle Eagle is way more cold water. Arizona Traditions is similar to cold water. Uh, traditions conditions. has its moments. It's overplayed too. Yeah. Right. Well. Yeah. I was it's looking fun for. Course, I was looking for a reasonable rate. I don't, I ain't trying to lose a dozen golf balls. I, you know, I'm just trying to get reps. Like I am, I am trying to overhaul my swing. I'm trying to get things feeling natural, and I don't want to go out there and spend 400 bucks and lose a dozen balls to do it. Like I don't need a hard. I, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm chasing right now. I'm trying to get reps in the in the in the weeks that I am allowed to play golf on the weekends. I'm trying to get reps in so that I can build my my swing and my get used to okay, you know, dial in my yardages, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. That's what I'm trying to do right now. So I, I almost don't give a shit where we play as long as it's not a shit ton of money. You know what I mean? Because money is uh, no object. In, well, it's important. Oh, sorry. You know, uh, it's it a fault? factor. So Mrs. Sure. Average got a Vespa for Christmas. Yeah. Did I mention that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, y'all are welcome. But <laughs> congratulations. So is she gonna deliver pizzas after work? It she could. She's got a sweet hoodie that has like the pizza delivery guy on the back that has uh, it's like from a, a, a scooter shop in San Diego. That uh, anyway, it's but. She spent a good portion of the day on uh, on Monday around just riding around trying to figure because so Mrs. Average for years has been dropping hints, talking about it here and there like oh Vespa this Vespa that oh sending me links pictures fucking shit like that. And Total you now picked up on it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bro, I mean I'm the slow one uh, out of that, but yeah. Finally. Sitting in the driveway, she opens, you know, we give her the other presents, like the accessories that go with it. I got her a scarf that says Vespa, the fucking hoodie, the uh, kids got her a helmet that's like the sweet, like, 
red to match with like the white and and green stripe you know it's all vintage looking with like the it's total speed racer helmet you know did you get the casket to match or no yeah well that's okay. on order yeah. all right. right from Be Costco here Tuesday. Yeah. yeah so um she opens up all that stuff and she's like figuring it out like oh my gosh what is there a Vespa like you guys got me a Vespa sitting in the driveway and she goes out there and we're looking at it and she's all stoked and everything. She's like, I have no idea how to ride this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> for somebody that's been pushing so hard for years. <laughs> Nothing like the present. <laughs> Here we go. Let's so go. she got all geared up and I go, look, go do this loop around here and go down here and teachers. Like, it's not hard. You just gotta, it's just. Is it gas or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cup holder, electric start. Mm -hmm. No, no cup holder. Not yet. Okay. That's an accessory. Oh, and see, yeah. that's the cool thing about a Vespa, is there's lots of Christmases of accessories in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, electric start. Yeah. yeah. It's the gift that keeps on giving. 150 cc thing will go 60 mile an hour. Gets 94 miles a gallon, which, again, you know, pays for itself. Yep. <laughs> so. So you started accessorizing. Well, well, accessories are cheap. It was a eight hundred. I'm just saying scarf. the mileage goes down when you start adding a bunch of shit. It was to not it. an eight hundred dollar <laughs> scarf. It was a, I don't know. I forget how much it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't a shit ton. A vest. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's got like the whole because you know they race them, them things like in. So it's the one where you wrap it around, you throw mm -hmm. it over your shoulders. Yeah. Yep. All ass. Okay. You know a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. piece of fabric. Yeah, so, yeah. David, what a scarf is, yeah. if you knit, like, in a row, like, longer than it is wide, and then tassels. See how I'm doing tassels? Well, David, let me make a correction. All not, not, scarves are not knitted. Some are sheer. So there's yeah, but they're still knit. As far as, so uh, so David, in the, in the where textiles... Are we, where are we on the sexy Ocho scarf? Uh, you're talking to David about textiles? By uh, my, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 He probably, he probably uh, knows. You may want to stick with the pest control games. <laughs> uh, he gets his shit from China. You ain't killing bugs in China. Nope. No. <laughs> no. I could not figure out an organic way to shoehorn it in. So for uh, those reasons... That's the uh, name of the episode. Good morning, Missy. Uh, you know what? Last one of the year... Bangs look great. Eyebrows, they're a little straight. But nonetheless, good morning, Missy. That's the name of the episode. That's the name of the episode. Yeah. I'm not even going to overrule you on it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Banging it in. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, speaking of good morning, Missy. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, Whip, when you come off suspension, you can take that up with Scott <laughs> yeah, directly. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's in Sedea. Don't come to Verano. Yeah, we had nothing. But, to, uh, yeah, that was all him. That yeah, was, this is yeah. Uh, store brand root beer. We're not feeding him alcohol. The, yeah, that, yeah. that was all him. Oh, you can't, you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's A&W. It's beer. It's, it's Safeway. It's like beer. Signature slide. <laughs> ah. All right. Well, all right. hey, for those Riveting. of you... Ah, we got to do the year-end sign-off. For those of you that have been listening to us for two thousand, all of 2023... We're sorry. Yeah. Oh, is that... Right in, you'll get your... Is that uh, sign-off? Koozie. 
Um, yeah, uh, definitely. We haven't had anybody write in asking for a koozie, probably because they know we can fucking just hand them out, like like Xanax or Prozac or whatever the fuck. Thorazine. Thorazine. There you go. Um, for those of you that have been listening all year, sincerely thank you for all of us here at the Average Minute, including Whip, who's still serving his suspension for you know op mic situation. Um, I think he violated the drug abuse policy, but well. You know. uh, the commish shut him down. I'm just saying. Yeah. Here is to a really good year. Um, and then, uh, I don't know. Fuck. What uh, do we got for next year? Uh, look forward to next year where we don't know sh- shit you anymore. You can't clean water. And, it's fucking and, bad luck. And, and and I'm not even going to do it. We ain't so. getting better. So there's yeah. that. Here you go. I like how I stood up off camera for all yeah. that. I'm just trying to reach yeah, over so I can... Shut this goddamn thing off. But happy 2023, and uh, we look forward to 2024, and we will uh, definitely see you in the rough.